Welcome back, everyone, to Talking It Out with Mike and Brian. On today's show, we have Chelsea Vaughn, Paris Fashion Week model, and of course, contestant on season 25 of The Bachelor. And we're going to be discussing beauty standards and double standards on men versus women, including hair and body image and effect of body image on dating life. Mike, I'm excited for this episode, man. Same, man. First off, Chelsea just, she's so poised, so absolutely stunning, and quite honestly, just a respectful woman. So I can't wait to talk to her. But like, bruh, can we jump right into these body standards? Like, let's do it. What, what What's up with the, you know, the dad bod thing, right? Like, I don't is, get it. Like, let's, I mean, is that a hot, is it sexy, is it attractive? Like, why can't guys have a dad bod, but a girl can't have a mother bod, per se? Like, I mean, is, that's a double standard. dad bod? Like, who? Who was the first guy that you're like, you know what? That, that, Seth, that, Seth Rogen, He's a dad bro. and his body's attractive. I think like, was Seth it Scott Disick with the Kardashians? No, he's a, no, no. He has a dad bod. But he's a, no one, And no. girls love him, bro. I don't know why girls love Scott, Scott Disick. We need to have Scott on the podcast. I'm going to tell him that to his face. I don't know. I don't get it. <laughs> I, I truly don't get the thing. You I think Seth Rogen, bro. Seth Rogen is a, a, a good looking dad bod dude, bro. Seth Rogen? He, yes, Seth he Rogen just, is hilarious, though. That's why. That's why I think that there's a double standard uh, because, like, women, they aren't ones to care as much about, you know, physical appearance. They care more about the heart and, like, the emotional aspect and the personality when guys were very uh, visual creatures, right? I think that's a part of what the double standard is for, right? Because Seth Rogen, I think of him, in, like, in my brain, I think of him like, oh, he's, he's an awesome-looking guy, yeah. right? Just you because want to hang out person. with Seth Rogen. Yeah, yeah. And he's do, like, and you know, do some stuff with him. You, know you was saying? about to say smoke weed with him. <laughs> <laughs> Not that I'm condoning that, but I mean, if you're with Seth Rogen, that's like, I feel like that's it's, something. You it's would like being with do. Snoop Dogg or Willie Nelson. It's like exactly, exactly. But you kind of got to. <laughs> what do you think about this as far as dad bods? Like, do women? think that, okay, if you got like a six pack and you're just all jacked up, it's like, okay, this guy's way too into himself. He's yeah. always at the gym. Like yeah. I prefer a guy who is confident, funny, personality, he's got money and whatever. I don't care what he looks like. Like he has a dad bod. I'm attracted to that. Do you think that has something to do with it? But see, I agree with that completely, right? They, women and or people judge a good looking or a a wonderfully in shape guy. We judge him saying, oh, he's too into himself, right? But at the same token, who gets the most likes on Instagram? It's uh, Zach Efron, it's Michael B. Jordan, it's Tyler Cameron, right? When their shirts are off, right? Uh, a, 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 big, a big dude don't get that unless he's funny. Now, if his, his personality got to be so freaking amazing to get the same level of love, but that's, wait, that's just a fact. Like, are we talking about like thirst trap, like lust? type situation no, but like it's maybe just like as far as being in a relationship would they con- like would they see those guys like dude you're in the no gym i now see that's like, different that's different i agree with you that i agree with you there imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bull and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bull and Branch's sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee, plus 15% off your first order at bullandbranch.com code odyssey. 
Exclusions apply. See site for details. Like a girl may want that physique. Uh, yeah. She may or may not want the physique, right? But she, let's just say in this case, she wants that physique. But then once she has that physique, now she's having to deal with how they eat, right? They eat eight meals a day, six meals a day. How many times they're at the gym, right? And then she may not want that aspect. And then she's like, you know what? Just give me a dad bod with a good personality. You know, I think that's a, that's a part of it as well because yeah, it's, like, it's, it's hard to, to keep that body. Zach Efron talks about it all the time. Man, and she wants to, you know. Yeah, just have something different. Yeah, and he's babe, like, you're eating this piece of, baby, you eating this cornbread, you eating this cornbread, baby. He's like, nah, baby, can't do it. Can't like, do, it. do you feel like a woman would feel pressured, baby, to meet that standard? Like, dude, my man is like looking like a Greek yeah. god over here, and it's like, yeah, I'm over here. You know what I'm saying? Like, maybe nah, in shape, but it's like, yeah, you, know, you got a he, hell of a standard right there. Yeah, you're you're on to something, bro. Like, a woman may say, I I love to look at it, but to live with that. You know, she may look at herself, you know, and start to have some some thoughts about the way that she looks. So I would agree with you on that one right there, though. Why don't they get the same type of love? Right. The opposite of a dad bod. So let's say mom bod. Right. Why don't they get that same love? There's a double standard right there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I I love a woman with curves. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know about you, but like, no, but like. You know, like stretch, like stretch marks and stuff like that. Like, I think that's sexy as hell. Like, I don't yeah. know about you. Like, I love that. I yeah, love I that. Like, I think it's natural. Like, after a woman's given birth, I mean, especially if it's your woman, like, I'm gonna embrace that all day. Bro, Matt, you just made me think of something, and I, I have to say this. I know women that literally edit inches off of their waist. They edit inches off of their waist, and I'd be like thinking in my back of my head. When these people see you, yeah, like it's like a, it's a, like a lie. I think that like catfishing, there's like there's like we're on version two of catfishing at this point in time, right? Which yeah. which is, comes to editing pictures and stuff, right? And it's because like I know guys that edit their pictures. Talking about dad, but I know guys that edit their pictures too, bro. Like, how yeah. do you feel about that? Like, what do you? Well, I got a story. I actually my first, when I was single, the first date I went on on Tinder. Oh my God! Very Watch first date, now. I joined the app. What? D- don't 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 have my big sister putting you on the couch now. <laughs> it's fine. It was it was before her. It was before her. We both got <laughs> we both got pa- a past. But I mean, every like basically, it was false advertising. Like what I saw in mm-hmm. the pictures, I'll just leave it at that. Was not what I saw in person. And I was like, but why? Like why couldn't you be? Like real with me in that in that situation, From, and you know we went we had a good time, you know, but just the fact that she wasn't honest in yes. that situation, like there was no yes. day two. I also have a story, or not? A, well, I do got stories too, but you know, I'm the single one out of the two of us, and when I'm about to, if I meet a woman, let's say I meet her on Instagram, right? I have a rule: we must must Facetime first. FaceTime. Like must, it's a must. And the reason is not because I am superficial. The reason is because, yo, editing, you could look like two completely different people. Yeah, yeah. Completely. But FaceTime can have you looking, <laughs> like if you put it too close, I mean, you don't yeah, may true. not look too good. I saw that TikTok, it was like, I look like two different people right <laughs> it's here. It's like, you yo, put, put that phone back a little bit. So Brian, this viewer wrote in and said that, why can men have hair, but, Women can't have hair. That's a double standard right there when it comes to beauty standards. What do you think on that, bro? 
It is. I mean, I, I mean, I don't know if Miami is, I mean, Miami's different, right? But like that woman, like growing up that, that woman would have been a Miami girl because so many guys, and I even had to hop on the trend because that seemed to be where all the girls were, you know, were flocking to were the guys that shaved their legs, you know, they shaved their chest hair. You know what I mean? It was it was definitely a, a metrosexual situation, and you know what I mean. That's what girls liked, and a lot of guys did did that, man. Like I can't even That's explain it. And I actually, yeah, I, I I didn't take it as far as I did back then, but yeah, like I love to shave my, you know, I like to shave the the chest hair because let's let's be honest, like you see more muscle definition when mm-hmm. you shave your chest, right? Or you know, and oh, as far as the muscles are concerned. So, but then <laughs> Rachel. Rachel, she loves the hair. Yeah. She's like, let it grow everywhere. I'm like, okay, less work for me. Like, I don't have to do shit. That's probably it. she loves that's it. how so women like, feel. It's like, yeah, I guess I, I, you know, I was doing it. You know, obviously you want the attention of of the opposite sex. And yeah. you know, with my wife, she loves the hair, so the hair is gonna stay. There you go. I yeah. was today years old. When I found out that shaving your chest hair actually shows your definition a bit more, what? you know, I just, Come I just on, went man. to, I just went to Tulum. Look, I mean, I'm being so serious for, for you know, the diehard fans, right? When I went to the Bachelorette, mind you, I didn't know how big the show was, bro. I'm like, all right, I have the opportunity to find my love. I didn't know how big the show was, right? I didn't know who Chris Harrison was at the time. All I knew was I'm have an opportunity to find my love. I went on the show, chest haired out. <laughs> chest haired out. I remember we had one day because Hannah Brown, you know, she's in pageantry, right? And I was on that group date and chest hair is all out, right? And now, fast forward, I just went to Tulum. I made sure. Hold you know on, so saying? who was on that date? Like you had Tyler, like he's all. No, no, shred- it was the, 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 the best body by far was Jet. I'm uh, not Jet, but uh, Luke, Luke P, right? Luke P, okay. Luke, the boy is built. So I'm saying, like, I was today years old when I found out, right? It's coming into I, form. Right before going to Tulum, I went to the bathroom right quick, brother. Uh, I had to shave it off. I shaved it because I wanted, there you know. There you go. I'm, I'm like a peacock out here. I want, I'm trying to, you know. You're sticking your chest all out. <laughs> I want, you know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm single out here in these streets. I want, I want, my, I want my boo thing, right? Absolutely. I, D, I DM'd you already who I like, so we ain't going to talk about that right now. <laughs> but <laughs> I think that, quite honestly, there is a double standard. I ain't going front. I believe that there is a double standard. I'm not from Miami, so I know a different part of life in geographically. And at least in my culture, when I say my culture, I'm talking about my purview eye, like what I can see. I'm not speaking on strictly as a black man, right, in America, but just where I grew up geographically or my homies that I kick it with have like, we were only used to one thing, a woman shaving her armpits or whatever the case may be, right? Me personally, I don't care if you shave or don't shave your vaginal area. That's a personal thing. Who the hell am I to tell you what to do down there, right? If you ask me my opinion, I might say, I'll probably say switch it up every now and then, right? Just, you know, give me what a random. Like, right? like a happy medium, like a trim, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, is I'm, that I'm acceptable? Cool. Yeah, I'm definitely cool with that. The Bermuda Triangle, the Hollywood, like I'm, you know, what I'm saying I'm cool with all of it. Okay, you know, if, I, hell, I'm just, I'm just with it. I'm just to be quite honest, bro. I'm just blessed that I'm being able to be in that vicinity. 
right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, so. you're, you're, you're in the company of, of greatness <laughs> yeah, right, right there. Like, you're just happy to be there to it's, see it. That's see like what, saying, what creativity you have going on. That's like saying, if I'm taking a picture with the NBA Hall of Flamers on Mount Rushmore, LeBron, you got to see on the right-hand side, bro. You can't be my, Michael Jordan. I don't <laughs> care. Like... <laughs> I'm in the, the room. Yeah, right I'm there. in the room right now. You feel me? So if my girl, baby, whatever make you feel better, because I'm going to make you feel great no matter what, right? Yeah. So how, how does she feel about that? So I do feel like there is double standards in that regard. Um, but also, it's cultural. Like you said, in Miami, yeah, that's y'all thing out there, you know? I've, yeah. I, you know, I, I, every now and then I shave my chest hair, maybe like once a year, but I kind of like my little taco meat. Because I, yeah. I like it because, like, I ain't going to front, bro. This is off topic, but... When I'm the the cutest thing, and I said the word cute, and I love it. The cutest thing when I'm with my lady, and we're laying down in bed, and her head is on my chest, and she playing my little taco meat. Oh. <laughs> taco, love it, I love it, I love it. Another person wrote in: Most men spend their time chasing physical percep. For oh, excuse me, somebody wrote in: Most men spend their time chasing physical perfection over depth. Mm. Mm. Now that's a it's a bold statement. Is excuse that a because that's definitely not, you know, of course, everybody loves, you know, a, a beautiful woman, you know, when you're a guy. But at the same time, that can't be everything because I've I can go back to my dating history where I've dated abs like physically absolute tense. Right. Like yeah. amazing, like model women. Yeah. But the conversation was just mm -hmm. horrible, like no but personality, no depth. Like they say, you know what I'm saying? It just like that didn't do anything for me. And I like you need that because uh, me personally, like at the end of the day, like I look like whoever is your person at the end of the day, those looks are going to fade. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Like you got to focus on it's like, am I going to be able to laugh with this person? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, how's their personality, their sense of humor? Like, are we going to, you know, just have a good time when we're 70, 80, 90 years old, growing old together? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what's important. Uh, I feel that. I, I I agree with what you're saying, but I, I, I don't want to deviate from the question. I don't think that's what the, the viewer is saying in totality. I know that I want to give the viewer the credit of the doubt, of the, the benefit of the doubt and say that they know that anyone of substance and anywhere worth, worth keeping knows that personality keeps. Right. I think what this viewer is saying is we as men go for Gotcha. The beauty standard, right? And then once we ascertain that beauty, then it comes to personality. Second, correct. It's kind of right? like you're at the club. You're not going to be like, oh wow, that girl over there has a great personality. Like you're going to be attracted by her physical attributes. I get it. Correct. And and that's what I'm trying to to get at, right? And I I disagree because not all men go after looks. Not all women go after looks, right? I think it's a a, a certain type of individual, right? I believe that when an individual has the capacity to get more women and or more men, then they start to look for, a, you know, a better looking person, right? Does that make sense to you, bro? Yeah. I, I, okay, I want to make sure I make sense Absolutely. on that aspect, right? I've, I've had this conversation plenty of times and I'm no longer scared to talk about it, all right? Because I'm not going to front. I've been very scared to talk about this. I'm 33 years old and I've, I've been lying at times, right? I would be remiss if I said that looks didn't matter, right? Yeah. 
I, and I, I hate to say it that way. People can say, I'm a hypocrite. You wrote this book about loving yourself, X, Y, Z, right? I would be remiss if I said that looks didn't matter. And what I mean now, of course, I agree with you, bro. Like if she a baddie and then she has a terrible personality, I, believe me, I will drop her like hot biscuits, right? Yeah. Now on the flip side of that though, I have also dated, you know what I'm saying? My, uh, my, my, uh, my grandpa, rest in peace, he said, don't bring home no ugly sticks, right? I, I've dated a few ugly sticks as well, right? And I, I truly- out. With that, with that, that, that word, so I hold that thought. What was it about the quote unquote, what your grandpa said, the ugly sticks that attracted you to them? Personality, because- Okay. It, okay, I want to- The ugly sticks that I've dated, it wasn't- the scenario wasn't at the club. When I'm at the club, I'm looking for a baddie, right? Because I don't have opportunity to yeah. know your personality, the music's right? Music's blasting, like Correct. You're, you're not trying to talk to anybody. It's just Correct. Like all so, looks. Yeah, and I want people to know, Don't I don't need people to come at me for that. They, need, they must hear the entirety, right? Yeah. Depending on the environment that I'm at, if I'm at the club, I don't have an opportunity to get to know your personality. So yeah. don't get mad at me, right? But here on our podcast, right, we may have a producer or something, for example, that we see every day. And I'm starting to get to know them. I'm like, you know yeah. what? She a baddie, bro. You know what I'm saying? And so the ugly sticks that my grandpa would call them, right? I, the ugly sticks that I've dated, I was absolutely enamored with their personality. So to the to the you, the viewer that asked the question, you know, why do guys only go for looks? First off, it's not only guys. There are girls out there that only go for looks as well. Period. Dot. Yeah. Right. It's a 50 50 thing across the board. I do not like when people say guys only go for looks because there are girls that only go for looks as well. Um, and then secondly, I honestly don't think that people that are beautiful, they need love, too. Yeah. People that are ugly sticks need love like everyone needs love. So I don't I, if you, if you have the capacity to find love and get exactly what you want, who am I to say you shouldn't do that? 100 percent. Fight me. I feel you on that, man. I feel Fight you on me. That. Fight me. But I, I ain't gonna front. I was very apprehensive to say that I like beautiful women because I know that this is a very hard topic, bro. People come at you sometimes when you say, hey, you know, I, I, I want a baddie. I want a baddie from looks and I want a baddie from personality. Yeah. And I, I, honestly, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. If you're, if you're telling me, like, you want, you want the best of everything. I mean, that's what everybody should be looking for. You know what I'm saying? Like, like and the best of everything could be someone that's 480 in, in yeah, terms of weight, like, right? Like, it's, it truly it like, is. Beauty like, is in the eye of the beholder. Correct. You know and that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, it's like when it comes to personality, looks, like, if that is what gets you going and that's what you want to be with, then go for it. You know what I'm like, saying? Like, let's, let's be 100 right quick. The entire premise of the Bachelor franchise show, right? Yeah. Like the first night, Matt is the most current lead of the show, right? The first night, he's not knowing their personality. Yeah. I'm going to be 100 it's about attraction. it. It's physical the first attraction. night is physical attraction. So I'm just, I'm in the back of my head, I'm listening to what the some viewers will say to me and, you know, come at me. And that's just a reality that we live in, right? What attracts me or not attracts me from a personality, but what I'm attracted to, Connor don't like everything that I'm attracted to. I don't like everything Connor's attracted to. In terms of physicality and guess what that's beautiful that's what makes us human you know what i'm saying we both have two different types of what we call beauty right but i love this conversation and i love beautiful people which i think that we all are beautiful as long as you're a bad human being right Absolutely. Um, 
I can't wait to have more. I can't wait to hear what Chelsea has to say, bro. I think that Chelsea is absolutely a beautiful woman. And, you know, I can't wait to, you know, continue to learn from our guests that we have. 100%, man. And I know Chelsea was on the show, but I just loved hearing the backstories because she was one of the ones. She never had a one-on-one, right? Surprise. I don't know how to, bro. group dates. How did she not? I'm, 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 I'm sorry. I'm going to have to call Matt and be like, bro, why did you not give this beautiful woman a one-on-one? Yeah, he he messed up that one. But, you know, I want to know more about her, her journey, her personality. Like, so I, I, I'm, I, I love that. All right, Brian. Let's talk to the one and only, Chelsea Vaughn. Chelsea Vaughn, welcome to the show. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Thank you for being here. I'm liking that bedroom setup, though. I like right, it right there. That. Yeah, I got, a, got a canopy situation going on here. <laughs> Hey, love that, love like that. So Chelsea, today we are going to be discussing beauty standards and double standards on women versus men. But before we get into all that, we want the listeners to know a little bit more about you and your journey before the show. So I understand that you left your corporate job to work in the modeling industry in 2018. Now, I did. Okay, so let me get this straight. Like career changes like that can be really scary. So can you take us back and tell us what that transition was like? Yeah. Um, I mean, I am from Georgia, so I moved up to New York about six years ago. And when I first moved here, I was working in corporate in the fashion industry because that's what my degree's in. Um, so I kind of always knew I wanted to be a model, even since yeah, I was little. So I, uh, when I moved up here and I was working in corporate, I liked it. And, you know, that's what I went to school for. But I kind of always had modeling in the back of my head. And then I would go into work in the office and everyone would be like, what are you doing here, girl? Like, you should be on a runway. And I was just like, oh, okay, you're right. <laughs> you're <laughs> I right. need to go ahead and do that now before I get too old. Um, so I quit. And I was like, you know what? There's a million agencies in New York. One of them is bound to sign me, I hope. And then I got signed by two agencies and then started working full-time modeling. Love that. Wow. And I mean, <laughs> I got to give it to you because you showed out, Mike, I'm sure you will agree, night one. I mean, you stole the show <laughs> with that dress. I mean, you Definitely. killed Thank it. Thank you. Definitely <laughs> killed it. So like, <laughs> what advice would you give someone out there who's like in a similar position like you, like you were in 2018 and is hesitant to take that leap of faith and just go for their dreams like you did? Um... I mean, I'm very much a person that wants to rather say I went for it and it didn't work out rather than be like, I wonder what if. So my advice is always go for it. If you fail, you fail, but you're not going to regret trying it. Um, And if I was still sitting at that office and I never tried and I was like, oh, I feel like I missed my shot. I would have been very, very upset with myself. Um, So, yeah, the only advice I have is just go for it. I think you can always go back to what you were doing before. Um, True. So, yeah. I completely agree with that. When I left the military, they they said I was stupid. And I'm like, bro, there's things outside (laughs) of this, you know? And and we're talking here now. Can you tell the the listeners, because, you know, we we checked you out. Uh, I want them to know (laughs) how bossed up you are. Like, what are some of the things that you've done in the modeling industry? Um... I can brag, I guess. Yeah, you know, (laughs) we've learned on this podcast, a humble brag goes a a very long way. We appreciate it. Um, I mean, I've done New York Fashion Week a bunch of times, Um, a lot of bridal fashion shows. I did Paris Fashion Week for the first time last year. 
Yeah. Um, I was on a billboard in Times Square last year. I was in British Vogue last year. Talk that talk, girl. <laughs> um, so yeah, those are just a few of the things. <laughs> we we so, love to hear it. <laughs> I actually, I'm, I'm interested to know because obviously with the pandemic, the modeling industry like has taken a hit. I'm sure jobs have dried up. You know, the advertising budgets are less. Um, you know, runway shows have been canceled, things of that nature. So how have you overcome that like in your career? And like, where do you see like the modeling moving forward with this new world? Yeah, um, I mean, it's definitely been hard. It was kind of at the peak of my career, honestly, right when COVID started, it was last March, I was actually in Paris for Fashion Week. And then we got back just in time before they closed the borders. Wow. So it got really slow. Obviously, I was like sitting in my house, my agency's closed for a while, there was no work. Um, Fashion Week's pretty much been not even near close to the same since then, like even last month, everything's virtual. Um, so I'd usually be running around to a bunch of castings in February. Like this is the busiest time for me and it's just pretty slow. Um, but it's starting to pick back up. I mean, I'm hoping that when the vaccines get out to more people, then we can kind of get back to normal. Um, because there's just the energy you get when you do a live show. Like there's nothing like that in the virtual without an audience. It's like, it's just, it's sad. (laughs) So I want to get back to that. What's the, can you describe the the best walk that you've done? Like, what was the scene? Like, was there, I know I've, I, I used to watch American's Next Top Model with family <laughs> or whatever. Like, what was the, the best walk that you've done? Like. Run, runway, runway, shall I say. I think that there's like three main venues in New York where the big fashion shows are at. Um, and the first time I walked at Spring Studios was uh, probably my favorite. My, one of my favorite times just because I was like, oh shit, I like, I made it. I'm at the big venue, it. like all the like huge supermodels <laughs> walk here. Um, so yeah, that was a couple of years ago, but that was definitely my favorite show. I love that. Can you describe for people that, you know, girls and guys that want to be models? Uh, Cause I, I, I know somewhat of that world, like the backstage, like what is it like backstage? Can you describe <laughs> how hectic it is? Yeah. I mean, it really is chaos. Like people say, it's just, especially if you have more than one look, Like you have to, they basically, so you're standing there in line, ready to go out. And there's somebody there controlling who goes when. And so you're just standing there and then they're like, Chelsea, go. And they push you in the back. (laughs) Like you don't even have time to think about it. Yeah, yeah, no. Like you're standing there, you're waiting in the wings and then they're like, go. Push you, you walk out, you have to pull it all together. It's kind of like a blackout moment. (laughs) And there's so many lights, you can't really see where you're walking or where you're stopping. And there's so many like camera clicks and flashes. Um, I just picture that whole thing. Compare that yeah. to coming out of the limo. <laughs> what what okay, was harder? Actually, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna go limo because really? wow. Yes, I really thought about this when I was getting out of the limo because the producers were hyping me. They're like, "Oh, you do this all the time. Right. Like this should be easy <laughs> for you. You're fine." And I'm like, I walk down the runway and I don't have to speak. Like I got out of the limo. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh my god." I can't speak like this is not the same as just walking, turning around and going back in. I had to do a whole little spiel to Matt. So I was like, I was much more nervous about the, about the limo. Well, speaking for Brian and I, you absolutely killed that. So, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> for us viewers at home, you was awesome. And, and Matt agreed for sure. Um, so Chelsea, like talking about uh, double standards, like 
what is an example of a double standard that you faced in the modeling industry? Uh, if any, like if any. I mean, I don't really, I haven't personally worked with male models too much. Um, the thing that I'm most jealous of is that they don't really have to get there super early to do a bunch of hair and makeup stuff. <laughs> mm, like you have to get there like three hours before the show to do hair and do makeup and do all this stuff. And like just being a black woman in the modeling industry, like hair and makeup is a whole different story because they never have anyone that, I, I mean, I won't say never, but like there's rarely a person there that knows how to do my hair, knows how to do my makeup without like, yeah being afraid of it or like having to get help from like finding the only black stylist on set. Yeah. Um, but I don't know, as far as like double standards go, I don't know because both men and women have strict body requirements they have to get into, like fit into for modeling. And I know men have to deal with that too. So definitely. Can we talk yeah. about that right quick, Chelsea? You, you have brought up yeah. being like a, a black woman in modeling. For the folks that don't know, and you know, for our allies, let's can we educate them right quick on what colorism is, if you don't mind? Yeah. Um, I mean, colorism is kind of the idea that the closer to white you get, the better that yeah. it is. Um, and it kind of trickles into everything. Um, and not even just in black people, colorism affects a lot of different races, like the Asian community. I know it's, Latino community. I know it's big in the Asian community. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that was something that I thought about when I was in The Bachelor, too, because I was the last non-mixed black woman that was on my season. Um, yeah, that's, is there, that's kind is of there, what... Was there ever, like, a moment, like, that you could recall where you were discriminated against you know, in the modeling industry where it was just like an effed up moment, like somebody, you know, did you dirty in a sense like that? Um, I mean, that you could share, obviously that's <laughs> intimate. Yeah. I mean, people will straight up tell you to your face things in the modeling industry. So people are just like, wow. there's another black girl on the roster. Like we can't sign you. Like there's already one black girl. Like so. straight up, just like that. They, get, they met their quota. Like, yep, pretty much. <laughs> Pretty much. Um, as well. Yeah. Would, as well. Uh, <laughs> I, I have no words for that. Sorry you haven't even done stuff like that. <laughs> Sorry you have to go through Yeah, there's yeah. a lot. Yo, Chelsea, when I was, uh, you know, I wrote a book, right, about loving yourself. And the reason I wrote this book straight up, the first thing I saw uh, that kind of got me down this path when I, it saved on my IG, it's of a pretty little girl. She's like maybe eight years old and she's hunched over, right? And she's like cutting herself. Or cutting her stomach, right? And she's looking at this magazine of supermodels. They look beautiful like yourself, um, you know, and she's cutting herself to try to ascertain a certain look. Like, but I also I have a ballerina tattoo on my hand and I'm or my forearm. And I know women that are ballerinas who also go through the same type of body shaming issues. And so I know women on both spectrums, right? Big women and uh, skinny women. So like I feel that you are uber confident, but can you kind of talk to me about that right quick, just on body and confidence and then being in the modeling industry to where, you know, you, you go on vacation right quick, you gain, I don't know, 15 pounds and it's like a big issue. Yeah, I mean, especially in fashion uh, modeling and runway, they're a lot more strict about your measurements. 
So for me, like since I got into modeling a little bit later, um, I started at like, I don't know, 25 ish when I really started modeling in New York, which is super old for like, the modeling industry standard. What is like an average age to enter it, would you say? 15 to 18. Oh, okay. So you, you was, you was a mature lady at the time. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then just being a woman or I don't know, a person, when you get older, like your body just changes. And especially yeah. being a woman, like your body fills out, your hips get bigger. Like that's just what it is. Yeah. And so it's a lot easier to fit into those measurements when you're 15 and they want you to be, have a 34 inch hip. And so when I started, they were like, one, you're too old, two, you're too black, three, you're too big. <laughs> so there was a lot of uh, hurdles to face. Um, but the agencies that I'm with now are like my one agency that I do most of my work with, they don't really care so much about measurements anymore. Like they have a lot of different um, sizes on their client list or whatever you want to call it. Um, so yeah, at first I was really trying to like, okay, like people really told me once I quit my job, you're not going to get signed unless your hips are 35, like straight up. Yeah. And I was just like, okay, guess I got to get my hips down to 35. Um, but then I got to the point where I'm like, I'm, I'm too old for this. Like, I really don't care. I would much rather have an agency that wants me for who I am than try to fit into this one who, I mean, I'm going to kill myself trying to fit into certain measurements and then just sit on their roster and they're not even going to book me for any jobs. So, facts, facts. so and, yeah. I'm and sorry, how Brian. are you how do you remain balanced in an industry like that where it's so hyper focused on physical appearance? Um I think I've kind of always just had a good head on my shoulders thanks to my parents as far as that and I've been lucky I have skinny privilege for sure like I've always just been skinny I've always been tall um so I haven't really ever had to worry about any sort of overweight kind of issues um but I think it just comes with age for me like the older I get the less I care about what other people think about me like as long as I'm happy and healthy and feel good about it then Facts. Yep. works for me speak, <laughs> speak that speak that so Chelsea yeah. for the for for those that aren't as wise and mature as you are what do you tell that like 11 year old 11 year old girl 11 year old boy you know what do you what do you tell the any any individual like how do they get the beautiful mindset that you have with loving themselves um I mean, I'm not going to pretend to be perfect. I definitely still have insecurities and I'm still yeah. working on loving myself completely. Um, I, I don't know. I think you just have to speak positively about yourself. Like keep your mental health in a good place too. Um, so I try not to speak negatively to myself or like when I'm looking in the mirror, um, and think about like what I would say to my friend if she was having the same kind of thoughts. Yeah. Uh, say that to myself. But yeah. I don't know, to the younger people. You come off really sweet. <laughs> I just I just really want them to be confident in themselves. Like it's just <laughs> I don't, it just comes with growing up. I don't know. I, so, I don't I don't have any magic words of advice. Well, I think that could be it right there, right? Is that you know kids or people in general look at us and think that, you know, they have these these assumptions about us, but quite honestly, we may go through the exact same thing, but we continue to push forward, right? Yeah. And so I think that 
you do have it. You know, you you just you're proving it with your action. You just continue to move forward. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. And I mean, talk about like think about all the stuff that you went through. Like there was somebody telling you that three th different things were wrong with you and look where you are today. So I yeah. mean, you overcame all these obstacles and you're here today and you're you're thriving. So kudos to you. Thriving you. and doing your thing. So <laughs> Chelsea, if we can, we're going to get into some rapid fire right quick. All right, so we had uh, we had Nigel Barker on from America's Next Time Model. I know you know him as well, right? <laughs> yes. He's a G. We love him, right? Now we have the future. It's going to be you. You're the future Tyra Banks. You're the future Naomi. <laughs> so your all-time top three supermodel list, male or female? Doesn't matter. Yeah, either one. Jasmine Tooks. Jasmine okay. Tooks. She's a Victoria's Secret model. Um, Joan Smalls. And I'll throw a guy in there, Tyson Backford. He's a legend. Tyson legend. Wait, All right, Chelsea, in honor of Women's History Month, if you were to sit down to have dinner with three women, dead or alive, who would you choose? Ooh. Um, I mean, I feel like I gotta sit down with Michelle Obama. Like, I have to. That's a fact. Um, I'd like to sit down with my grandmother. She's no longer with us. Oh, and so <laughs> who else? Who else? Um, I'm trying to think of like a singer or like musician. Oh, Rihanna. 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 Okay. Well, I like that. All right. I like that. That was sweet. That was sweet. I, I'm sorry, Chess. When I when I listen to you, you're just like so sweet. I, lo I love it. All right. Uh, Thank you. Uh, like you said, your grandma. That that just you know. I was like, oh, that, hit, that hit home. With yeah, Mike. It, it, that hit home. With Mike. It hit me. You know, it's clean. Soft right. spot. Paradise or Fashion Week. Fashion Week. <laughs> there you go. No doubt. No doubt. She was like, uh, "Can I say it faster?" Seriously. All right. If all the restrictions were lifted with COVID and everything vanished tomorrow, where would be the first place that you would travel to? I really want to go to Greece. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Rachel and I went there for our honeymoon. You have to go. Oh, <laughs> like, I want to go. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I, I also Mykonos, heard that Prague is amazing. Prague, Prague yeah. is awesome. Uh, You've been there? Is, uh, yeah, I have. It's uh, Greece and Prague both are two wonderful places. So for the fellas that y'all gonna DM, y'all gonna DM Chelsea. You know where she wanna go. You know, you know where she wanna go. <laughs> so wait, well, so like, let's put that out there. You're single, Chelsea. Peace you're, single, uh -huh. you're ready to mingle. <laughs> we got, we got, we got to put that out there for the fellas. Wait, wait. Yes, are I you, am are, single. Okay, okay. She said, I am, I am. single. All right, there we go. There we go. There we go. So can <laughs> we flip it right quick? right now. I want to flip it right quick. Like, what do you want in a partner? What do you look for? I like a man who is an open communicator. Um, so someone who's just honest and like tells me straight up how things are transparent. I don't like anybody that's shady. Um, and I like to have a good time. Like I want somebody that's fun, wants to go out, wants to do like explore with me, have adventures with me, try new foods with me, travel to Greece with me. Like I just 
have such a thirst for life and I love going out and doing stuff and we only get one. So I want somebody that wants to do it all with me. Love that. I I should follow up on that. Um, That like openness that you talk about that you want from a man. Did the show have an impact in you wanting that more? Or was that like something you always wanted or like the once going on the show and showing your vulnerability and seeing how Matt was vulnerable with you. Yeah. Was that something that was like eye opening? You're like, wow, you know what? I need that vulnerability in my life. I think I kind of already knew because I've been in a long-term relationship. Like my ex I was with for five years and I was kind of the person that wasn't really good at the communication. So he really brought it out of me and made me better in that way. Um, So I do like to have a partner that's really good at speaking and telling me how they feel because I'm not the best at it. Um, But I'm working on it. (laughs) What would you say your love language is? Um, I mean, after being on the show, I feel like quality time. It's like you don't realize. (laughs) (laughs) You can't have any of the other language like love languages without the quality time. So I really don't feel like that should be one of them because that's like a no brainer. It's like Um, enough with the group dates already. (laughs) Yeah. Um, What are the other ones? Physical touch, words of affirmation. Um, Gifts. Acts of service. Yes, acts of service. I do love acts of service. I love when somebody will like do a little something for me to show me that they care. I truly appreciate having you on today. Definitely yeah, so. It was great having you on, Chelsea. Thank you so much. Yeah, for sure. Wait, I got a question for you guys, though, before I go. Oh, oh putting us on the spot Hold on, this is not how it works. <laughs> okay, I don't know if you guys heard clickbait, but I was wondering, Brian, not Mike. Brian, who do you think from my cast that Mike should get with? <laughs> uh, Mike should get with? Um... <laughs> Your face. I actually wanted. Oh, Brian! You, Let's hear this. I, I personally, all I, my favorite the whole season has, besides you, of course, for Matt has <laughs> been has been Bree. So if Matt doesn't choose Bree, Mike, step up, bro. Come on. <laughs> I'm not responding to this at all. <laughs> I ain't saying. I ain't saying nothing. I'm I'm cooling it right here. Who do you think? Who do you think would be a good match? You know the girls better than I do. I don't know. Piper's kind of cute. <laughs> and she was on clickbait yesterday. She was. Um, wait, you didn't hear clickbait. Wait, I didn't hear clickbait. Uh, wait, wait. Did I, 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 Piper I basically uh, <laughs> echo her feelings for uh, Mr. Johnson up here? Y'all gonna yes. cut off my screen? Yep. <laughs> oh, okay. I mean, M- Mike, Mike, are you there? <laughs> Mike, come back to us. Mike, I mean, Piper is a beautiful woman. She is. And and she's also intelligent. She speaks her mind. Yes. Yes. And I think the one clip that I heard on IG is that her flirt game is on zero. Yeah, I think I saw that today. Whose IG did I see that on? I think I saw that today. You know what that means, though, right? You need to step up. You need to step up right there. (laughs) Piper's oh, going to kill me. Oh my god! <laughs> I got you, Piper. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, you know, uh, he's blushing, Piper. He's blushing. Piper, I'll hit you up. 
<laughs> I mean, Amazing. Chelsea, we're, we're, we're matchmakers right now. You realize that, right? Yes. Thank you for playing matchmaker with me. <laughs> she said the only reason I'm doing this podcast is to help my homegirl out. <laughs> I'm a ride or die type friend. Hey, we love it. We love to hear it. We love you as well. Thank you. you so, so much for being on. Thanks, guys. <laughs> Y'all have a great one. Bye. Yo, Brian, Chelsea was absolutely stunning. She was amazing to be on. And her her poise, quite honestly, it just it wanted me to elevate my game. I loved having her on. What about you? Absolutely, man. I mean, just her story, you know, just the risk that she's taken, you know, going from the corporate world to the modeling world and just, you know, jumping into her passion. I mean, that's the ambition that, you know, everybody should have. And I think she was a, a, a wonderful representative of that. Absolutely, Brad. Definitely so. Well, I uh, can't wait to have her on again. And quite honestly, I want her to be like America's number one model. I can't wait for it. Let's do it. And to all of our listeners, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. Absolutely, family. And as you already know, we always love to hear your opinions, your stories and your insight. So please don't forget to like, comment, follow, message us on social at Talking It Out BN. That's Talking It Out, B as in Bachelor, N as in Nation, on Instagram, Facebook and Twitter. And as always, don't forget to subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, The Wondery App or wherever you're listening to right now. And of course, baby, you already know, don't DM me no more. Subscribe. <laughs>